0: Good afternoon. As an introduction to Psugi de Zimra, we will be learning together Parik Lamed and Sefer Tehillim, the capital of Mizmar Shil, Hanukkah Sadavid. And, and the way we're going to organize this as going forward is going to first give a little background to what the Parikh is um, sourced in, in in our Tefillah context, giving a general structure, going through each piece of, the, of that structure and analyzing it, then giving a summation and a potential explanation of what, how given our explanation of the parakletum and how it fits into the general context of tefillah. <coughs> so, it's interesting to note that in many of the sederim that we have printed from the past thousands, thousand years, we don't really find this parak being mentioned in our, in our tefillah. Quoted by the Otsuro Shtefillah in the beginning of Ms. Meshir Chanukas David, he quotes many, many sederim: the Avu Jaham, the Seder Hayom, the Svarm and the Timanim, the Seder of the Rivah, of the Ashkenazim in Amsterdam um, and many other t- Sidurim who don't mention this men- this parak of Mizmor Shir Chanukas Shabbat and David being mentioned in our in the Tefillah Davening. So for some reason it seems to be a more recent addition, but nevertheless we the Jewish uh, community in general has accepted upon themselves to say this this parak, and therefore there's obviously some reason which we'll get to at the end why it's mentioned as a hakdama to the Zimra to and ja- Davening in general. As a general structure to this Perak, there are five parts of this capital. Of this the first is the first Pasuk, which David introduces the Tvila on behalf of the Khanukasabai's on, on behalf of the Besam Mikdash. The next two Psukim, or the next three Psukim from parek, Pasuk Bay's to Dalid, there is a gen- David gives a general praise of Akadosh Baruch Hu and a general acknowledgement of an experience that happened to him where he was in the depths, he was in a bad place, and he achieved redemption from Akadosh Baruch Hu. Afterwards, the third section from Pesukim Hey to Avav five and six, David Melch gives a charge to the Chassidim, the righteous people, to praise Zechares Baruchu, as Hashem is going to do good as he has done, as he has experienced himself. The fourth section goes from Pesuk Zion to Yod Aleph. David then describes in detail his experience when he felt calm and in a stable place, where he had, then he had calamity, then he had to dive into Hashem to be saved. And in the, the fifth section, from Pasuk Yidbeis to Gimel, David concludes recognizing that Shem turns his pains and sadness into joy, and therefore he's going to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of them. Going in, into depth and into each section that we mentioned, so the first Pasuk is the introduction. Mizmer David. Now what does the word bias mean in this Pasuk? What's the commemoration that David is introducing um, in this parak? So the simple understanding is as many Mefrashim explain it's referring to the base of mikdash david Amalek, even though the base of wasn't built in his time he's creating a pasuk a parek, to commemorate to initiate that inauguration of the base of mikdash when it will happen the malum takes it a little bit more abstract and understands the house to be a muscle to the body which houses the soul and david is explaining basically his experiences from where his body was in pain and suffering and now he's received a recovery a physical recovery and that allowed him to have a no, also a spiritual renewal um, through that experience Hirsch understands the word bias to mean to the, be, refer to the base mikdash but not the base mikdash mamash, mamash mamash the physical base but a more conceptual understanding and ideal that the base mikdash represents the goal of the base is to establish through the avot sarbanot and through going there to get a, a, a true appreciation of a kodesh baruch Hu in our lives, and when and, and that being the goal of the bais hamikdash, David Melchus is trying to establish within himself uh, a parak of tehillim, which inaugurates that experience of the bais hamikdash internalized into his own life, living a lifestyle which is in sync with the values of the bais hamikdash, recognizing Hashem as the support system throughout his own life. And this parak is the introdu, this pasuk is introducing the parak which is going to be explaining how we got to this realization that Akash Baruch Hu is in his life and guiding him. And he's dedicating his life because of that. After the introduction, Davan initiates, in section 2, a general praise to Akash Baruch Hu, and an overview of his experience of what happened. He mentions, our mimcha Hashem, Ki Dili Sani. He says he will raise HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ki Dili Sani seemingly because he has raised me up. And Rav explains the David HaMalach is basically explaining a justification of why he's able to praise HaKadosh Baruch He notes, number one, that the word Arabimcha is found in another place in, in Tehillim, in the parak of Ashraim, parak of And over there, by David Malch explaining, I will raise my God, the King. There it's in the context of David praising HaKadosh Baruch and raising, him, raising HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the one who is mashkiach over his life. So, Rafesh explains that this is also what David is explaining. He's recognizing and raising a Baruch Baruchu above all else and recognizing that everything in this world is subordinated before a Baruch Baruchu, and he too is subordinating himself by raising a Baruch Baruchu before him. And what's the justification for that? Ki dilisani. Rafesh explains that the word dilosani comes from the word dola, which means a pail. A pail which goes down into a well is suspended only by one string with nothing below it. So, David Amalekhi is using that symbol that imagery, to explain his own feelings, that he recognized that Akash Baruch was the only only entity which is allowing him to exist and survive. Nothing else below him is supporting him. And that recognition, which is the general theme of this parak, is what David is explaining is the justification. Ki delisan, because Hashem gave me this experience of supporting me and raising me up in this precarious world that he lives in, He's now able to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the Rome, the one who is above and able, and and every, everything else is subordinated before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is followed through. In the next Pasuk, Hashem, <speaking in Hebrew> my, my God, I daven before you, and you healed me. So this is again recognizing that Hashem has supported him and, and allowed him to exa- live on. In Pasuk Dalid, Daven exclaims a similar point. Hashem, alisa min sh'ol nafshi, Hashem raised me from the depths of my soul, He He allowed me to live from the Yordei Habor. The first notes that it's interesting that the language that David HaMelch uses is Yordei Vor, referring to the many people who fall, which suggests that David HaMelch recognizes that many people, David HaMelch has experienced that many people have fallen and not gotten up, and his extension, his ability to rise, Amidst everyone else falling is an expression, is an attribution of Akash Barhu's involvement in his life, and that's also the reason why he's raising Akash Baruch Hu and praising him. Similarly, the Malbu notes that when Dovra Malach is explaining that Hashem is lifting him up, he's emphasizing that, the, that Akash Baruchu saved him it wasn't due to any specific natural. Cause that allowed him to exist, to survive, or any med- medicine that humans have in, have done, it's really only solely because of Kach Baruch involvement. After giving this general overview, David Melch moves to the third section, where he calls on to others to praise Kach Baruch because of Hashem's goodness, <clears throat> and he notes of the Chasid, his Chasidim, the chassidim of Hashem should praise Hashem through Zemer for and they should recognize with thanksgiving for the remembrance of His Holy. And it first notes that this expression of praise and calling out to other people is a follow-through of his own initial expression of the Chanukah Sabayis, that Davra Malch is making a capital, a parakatilim, to commemorate and to inaugurate the idea of the Mekdash. And he feels from his own experience he had that and he wants to allow other people to, who are like-minded, to join him as well in that experience of integrating the ideas of the Mekdash into their own lives. On the general points of hoda and and zemer refer and the Mabim have a similar understanding they understand that zemer is a general praise of akash baruchu irrespective of anything specifically personal but more focusing on akash baruchu as an entity and recognizing that and expressing praise because of that feel that recognition in terms of hoda that's more of a personal experience and in the words of the the Hoda is because we have a Zecher kacho because we remember what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done to us. And it first takes it a little bit further and understands that the Hoda isn't simply giving thanks, but it's acknowledging through that thanks that our obligation to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu through all our life, energy, and all our strength, and that should be committed Katsho, for those for Baruch Hu who expresses reality, LeKatsho, to sanctify and designate, Everything for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's service. The Dovah notes why we should be doing this further. For a moment is his anger. He wants life. In the night he goes to sleep crying for the book. You know, in the morning, he is expressing thanks, he HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good to us. and that's the, that's the justification why we should be praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As Rashi and Radak note, Hashem's reg uh, af is only the rega in comparison to chayim, which is His will. He wants that, and that's more more encouraged than Hashem wanting to cause people to be injured, hurt. Alternatively, ki rega ba- 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 chaim isn't a comparison, but rather a progression. Refers to the Malbim understand that because Hashem has a little bit of anger and allows men to suffer, gives men a little bit of suffering to allow him to rethink about his priorities in life and his focus in life, that's all because Hashem wants man to live and, and wants man to have that a recognition to change and improve and be able to serve a kosh baruchu better. David, HaMelech, is going to be explaining how that experience, allowed him to have Chaim Bersano, in the fourth section. And that, in that section, David is describing the general experience that he had his rise, his fall, and then through that his realization of Akash Baruch's role in the world and in his life. He mentions, "I said in my tranquility, nothing will—I will not falter. For, I will never falter." He felt a sense of stability. In the words of the Radak, he had some spiritual confidence. He felt that he had reached a great level of ruchnias. The Babim understands that he had bodily health, and Rofersh understands that he had social greatness. He was the king. In all situations, Dovr Mach felt very stable and certain about his he took for granted his stature, his his, his standing in life. And he assumed it wouldn't last he wouldn't fall down forever. However, Hashem Bird Mata the Oz, he rec- recognizes now that Hashem it's according to his will according to Hashem's will, he allows me to have Hori Oz to have like the mount the mountains of power. But ultimately he started Panacha, Haisi Nifalba the moment that you Hashem hit your face. I was confounded, confused, because he recognizes that Hashem is really the one who's the entity, the being that's allowing this all to exist. In Pasik Test, David Malach goes further and says, David now reminisces at the point when he was in a bad situation and he faltered because Hashem hit his face and he had to call out to Hashem. And this ultimately was an impetus for him or an epiphany for David to realize that Hakash Baruch was really the one who's in control. And as Rav Hirsch explains, the double language of Ekra and Eschanan are two different expressions of that realization. The term Ekra, I call out to you, David realizes that the only ent- being that he can call it is him, HaKadosh Baruch and with that realization, the follow-through is, eschanan, I will improve myself, Eschanan in the language of Hispael, in a reflexive, I will self-improve and allow myself to realize my Avodah Hashem in a proper setting, which is again similar to the language of the Chassidim, where David first tells him to praise and then recognize that through action. The Ma'avim has a similar understanding, but he emphasizes the word El Hashem Chanan, not davening to Hashem, but El Hashem for Hashem, meaning David's not praising for his own sake, but for the, the desire to, to give to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and serve him in the language of for. Davening for or improving oneself for, David in his says the following in Pasukir, What is gained if I were to die through suffering? If I were to go down in shachas? Can the can I can one who is in the dirt praise you? Can he tell him your truth your truths? No, it's not it's not true. So this is an argument that David is saying, where he's recognizing." the need for him to live. What's that recognition? So the simple understanding is that he's asking for life. The mob Amendment, who has explain, they're saying, what's the point of me dying? I, I can do more and I, while I'm alive, so therefore I want to live. The Radak, a similar understanding, gives it, gives it as a, a reason to live, but more as an existential claim. He's saying, Hashem placed us in this life to gain Olam Haba, so an untimely death would kind of ruin that goal, and therefore there shouldn't be a justification for death. However, Hirsch understands it not as a reason to live, but rather a self-reflection, basically a hispalel, a self-reflection of a new change perspective of his life, given the experience that he has. He's almost asking himself rhetorically, what's the point of all the suffering? It can't be to kill him, because Hashem wants him to use that suffering to gain a new appreciation and a greater realization of one's place in the world and Hashem's guidance in his life. And this prayer is helping him internalize that realization. As he says, Shema Hashem chavachanini, Hashem hei eozali, Hashem should listen and be gracious to me. Hashem should help me attain this appreciation. Or as Ma'abim and the explained, give him life. Both are reflections of, as you mentioned earlier in the previous section, <laughs> the short anger that Akash Brochah has is in order for him to gain life and a more, more meaningful ability to serve, serve Hashem properly in the last section Davar Malik concludes and he recognizes that Hashem turned that pain into happiness and therefore he has to praise Hashem Davar Malch says you changed my hespid in my eulogy into dancing you removed my sackcloth and you've allowed me to experience like simcha and therefore therefore the kavod should whatever that, what that means should praise Hashem and it should not be quite V'lo and not be quite, Hashem Hashem, my God, I will always, I will forever give you pr- uh, praise and thanks. And following the pre- previous explanations of what Davomel was asking for, the Mafrashim explain respectively. The Radaku saying that David Malchus is was asking for life. He now says Hashem was notified David Malchus was notified by the Prophet that Hashem has changed the death into life, he's now not going to, he's not going to die anymore from his illness, and therefore he's expressing joy. For that, specifically, the Reddach explains he thought he was going to be killed because of an Aveira that he has done, and now he's feeling that Hashem has forgiven him, and that's an expression of the joy, that he feels not only the fact that he's alive, but also the fact that now he has a closeness with a Baruch and that he was forgiven. Similarly, in a similar sense, the Metsudah David explains that he feels that he was Saved from death, in a very literal sense, and therefore he realizes, and therefore the Ma'abim explains on that on that point, therefore is therefore he's g- going to now commit his entire life for the sake of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore Kavod his entire life that that is represented by the Neshama, which is representative of the of Kavod, he's going to use that to praise a Kadosh Baruch Hu. and Hirsch explains following his understanding that the Tefillah of David was to gain a new appreciation and internalize the meaning of suffering and in his life and recognizing Hashem through that process. He says, you took that experience, that same experience of Hesbid that was through my suffering and you changed it into Machali. You changed that experience into excitement, a joy, not of the salvation per se, but because now he sees meaning and a new appreciation of HaKash in his life through that experience. And while it's painful, it's still a source of joy in his life because he now has Meaning to a, and, and the ability to serve Hashem better, and therefore, because of that, Hashem commits all his kavod, all his talents and status, literally kavod, which he has for the sake of Hashem, for the sake of Hashem solely, because now he recognizes that's the point of of life. So, as a general summation, Davarimelach first initiates the tefillah for the of Mikdash, which seems to be on the first level. To the Mikdash, but it seems to be on a deeper level, potentially referring to his body that has been healed and his new spiritual advancement, or simply the Besam Mikdash, its inauguration of the values of the Besam Mikdash, recognizing Khajarachu in his life, in every experience, and applying that all his life abilities forever sashem. And through that, he El Malch Davar Malch, gives an expression of that of that experience of how he integrated that feeling into his life. He first gives a general praise and overview of his experience. He felt that he was in a bad situation and Hashem, and only Hashem, took him out. And he recognizes that Hashem is constantly supporting him, enabling him to further his ability to be an Obed Hashem. And then David transitions to charge to the Hasidim, to the other people who are like minded, to be Zamul Hashem, to be give re- re- general recognition to a kashbarhu but then use that recognition to deepen their avodas for the sake of a kashbarhu and why should they do that because or through that through the experience of because Hashem, number 1 wants life wants them to live and therefore they should utilize that life properly um, but alternatively because Hashem is even the small Yisrna that, that people get, it's ultimately L'chaim Be'r and therefore that person should integrate that realization to serve Hashem properly. Then David Malik in the fourth section explains how he experienced this appreciation. Initially he felt complacent in his life on many different levels. He, didn't, he t- took it for granted. The Hashem hit himself and David faltered. And this experience guided David to perceive his reality differently. He now, from seeing his world dependent on external needs like status, wealth, and health, Dovinov sees that it's all in Akash Hu's hands deciding his fate. Malach was in a bad place and he called out to Akash Hu number one, to live in order to serve Kash Baruch Hu properly and, and ultimately fulfill his tafkin in life. But he also recognizes and he wants to internalize the recognition that Akash Baruch Hu has been giving him those experiences of pain in order and suffering in order to allow him to integrate. And reorient his life, and therefore he, he tells himself, What's the point in all of this? Is it for a man to die? No, it's for him to live in serve Hashem. So, therefore he asks Hashem for bchanini. Number one, for salvation and the ability to learn those experiences and become a greater person. After recovering, David then express or recovering or with his changed perception, David and Melch expresses thanks to Akash for changing the pain to to life. Number one, that he's alive now, he's not, he's not ill anymore, but also that he gained an, a very vital experience through that pain, which became an impetus for him to have joy through those experiences going forward because he experiences a transformation of self. With these feelings and awareness, That mach commits himself to Hashem. And with this in mind, the Perik is really a fulfillment of the ideals of the Vesemikdash, the coupling of the awareness of the Baruch his total ability and oversight in man, along with a commitment to submit to Koshbarhu's Avoda. And in general, why this might be relevant to the beginning of Suki to Zimra, the introduction really to Psuki to Zimra, even though we haven't really had this recorded in many of Jewish history, is similarly because this is like the basic assumption of how we should approach Tula and approach our life through the tula tula is a the beginning of the of is a, the opportunity for us to Internalize what we're saying to Akash Baruch Hu and learning about Akash Baruch Hu and applying that throughout our lives, taking the values of tefillah, which is really the, tefillah, the values of the Besamekdash, which is embodied you know, through tefillah, tefillah b'makam karbanos, and apply that throughout our lives. And this paragraph, when we say in the beginning, we, we think about how we can change our lives and allow us to change and become better people through it.